little time, but I guess you always knew it That I would come back Chronicle son, now I'm on this journey for so Until that battle's won, will I win every soul? Nah, but I die trying Cause I'm sick of my community suffering and mama's crying I can do wrong things through Christ which strengthens me So there's nothing that my girl can't change including me Yo, I live by his word and nothing else Cause this word is so sufficient it can stand on my itself See the truth will set you free Preacher's Corner. Brought to you by In-House Productions with your host Pastor JT and Lady Fanita. You can listen to this podcast on Apple, Google, Spotify and Amazon Music. This is an In-House Production. This is an In-House Production. That's what it is. It is. Then, yeah, let's go, 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 let Building. <laughs> What's the business later? <laughs> what is the business? <laughs> the business. What's up? Hey. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Welcome to the preacher's corner. I am Pastor JT. This is Lady Fanita. This is Lady Fanita. This is <laughs> Stop that. And we are on the corner. We're on the corner. corner. Look like we're on the corner too, don't we? Look like we're on the corner. Shout out to Memphis. To see. We got some listeners in Memphis, man. Yeah, we do. We got some listeners in Memphis treated us well. They treat us good. They know us nothing. They didn't know they was number one in the murders. I know. But I should have. They always I, on first 48. Man, but you, I walked across the bridge by myself. We walked downtown. With all that equipment on your back. I had a cameras below, man. I could have got jacked. But the Lord was with us. Yes, he was. That's right. That's right. That's right. Good evening. We hope you enjoyed your weekend. We back in the building. 
We're back in the building. Lady maybe. Pastor JT. The bridge is going on. Yeah. It is. Scrolling across the top is our IG handles. Go ahead and follow us if you haven't had the opportunity to follow. Check it out. Right here. Our website. Everything that you need to know about what you need to know is right there. www.thepreacherscorner.net You can purchase merch, hoodies, um, coffee mugs, stickers, <laughs> all kind of stuff, man. And there's also the information about sponsorship right there on our website. Let me bear what you think about it. I think it's awesome. Think about it. Everything you need. Right there on the website. It's right, right there. Follow us. Right there. House of Deliverance. HOD TV. B Sessions with Nita. Mafia. Uh, House of Deliverance. JTM Ministries. FRM Ministries. Yes. All on Facebook. Instagram, all that good stuff. Right there, right there, right there, right there. Got a lot of stuff going on at one time. Be sure to tune in to HOD Radio on Station Head. Station Head. Uh, we might do. We might do it tomorrow. We might do it tomorrow. Yeah. I was a little busy today. A little busy today. We got us uh, some new listeners. Yeah, we do. Got us some new listeners. I forgot the mark. I believe we are at 2208 all time. 356 over the last 30 days. Over the last 30 days. Man, give God some praise. God is good. Nobody but God. God is good. We're growing. Lady Maybeard, tell us what song, but not all, <laughs> of where the listeners at. I, I won't say the cities. That'll kind of sum it up. Um, shout out to Pakistan, Japan, South Africa, uh, India, Port of Spain, Brazil. Now, I do have to shout out. We got two new cities in Brazil. We got Asasco, Brazil, and then we have Colombo, Brazil. Colombo. So I just want to shout those two out. When is this? Uh, Western Australia, Queensland, Australia, Nigeria, Germany, England, Ireland, Malaysia, Russia, and Spain. Please love it <laughs> Rocky. Mountain House, Canada. Still in the building. Montreal, Canada, Norwalk, Connecticut, Peterson, New Jersey, Ashburn, Virginia, North Armstead, Ohio, Cleveland, Ohio, Columbus, Ohio, Lakewood, Ohio, East Point, Georgia, Brunswick, Georgia, Augusta, Georgia, Griffin, Georgia, Coverton, Georgia, ATL, Wichita, Kansas, Earlington, Iowa. 
Aussie, Idaho, Hammond, Illinois, Chicago, Schumburg, Gary, Indiana, Indianapolis, the nap is in the building. Bellevue, Florida, Orlando, Palm Beach, Miami, Edmond, Memphis, right there, Tennessee, Westminster, is that right? Uh huh. Maryland, Maryland is finally in the building. Yes. Norman, Oklahoma, Moore, Oklahoma, Albuquerque, New Mexico, New Orleans, Philadelphia, Washington, D.C., Waldorf, Virginia is Brooklyn in the house. Brooklyn, New York is in the building. Las Vegas, North Texas. Shout out to North Texas. It's a lot of them in North Texas. The yeah. University of Texas. EVU. We lost the swag. But we lost to a good team. We lost to Deion Sanders in yeah. Jackson State. Uh, go PVU. Go PVU. Los Angeles, California, Chico, Clovis, Merced, Sacramento, San Jose, Oakland, Fresno, and Kent, Washington. Shout out to all of our listeners. All 2,200 and eight of you god bless you yes god bless we appreciate you. you we appreciate you absolutely we appreciate you yeah we pray y'all been blessed bye the series we're on part four yeah part four part four i don't even know what episode this is we're like 60 something 60 um, something yeah i don't know either i forgot i lost count we should have been at about 70, 80, but we put the brakes, put the brakes on, man, and kind of spread them out a little bit. Yeah. However, we're still dealing with relationships. It's going to get better and better and better. <laughs> better. Each week, each week, man. Go ahead and practice our fair use. Copyright disclaimer under section 107 of the Copyright Act 1976. Allowance is made for fair use for purposes such as criticism, comment, news reporting, scholarship, and research. Fair use is a use permitted by copyright statute that might otherwise be infringing. Nonprofit, educational, or personal use tips the balance in favor of fair use. What the little man said, all that, and then some. Uh-huh. The little yeah. man said it best. Ah, you know there was a lot to read. That's why I got the little man to say right all this stuff for me, man. That little little dude. <laughs> hey, it is what it is. Look, man. We pray, we pray, we pray. Y'all been blessed, man, by the relationship. Um, one, two, and three. To go higher, go higher tonight. Um, this is the first this is the first time that it'll be our first time watching it yeah. for the first time with you, you. Yeah. <laughs> yep so we want to get this reaction together so y'all take y'all notes drop y'all notes in the comments 
tell us what y'all think and we're gonna tell y'all what we think at the end yeah. of the message right here on the preacher's corner let go As I started outlining the rest of the six weeks, I said, I, I got some more stuff to say. <laughs> and I really think that God really has some more stuff to say about things in relationship that we don't really talk about, that really are assumed, that really we, we pray that our relationships work, but we do more maintenance and healing than we do preparation in relationships. And so I really want to help people win in relationships because that's what God wanted to do. That's why he left us the Bible. That's why he gave us the institution of church to help us win in relationship. Everybody say win in relationship. And so this week in relationship goals, we're going to talk about something that has gotten a really bad rap. Like it's something that when you think about it, it doesn't even seem appealing or good at all in most circles but as I studied the Word of God it really revolutionized my mind about how important that this topic we're about to talk about is in every single person's life and the topic we're going to talk about today is singleness you see no woos on that it's like oh singleness Oh, Pastor Mike, now you said this was a series on dating and marriage. I, I, I'm struggling in my marriage right now. May I suggest to you that it's a singleness problem? Well, Pastor Mike, I got my boyfriend here. Look, he don't even kind of charge. And you're going to talk about singleness? I'm not even single anymore. But your singleness may be the issue in your relationship so so today's message title is single but not alone okay so so I want you to just sit with that for a second single but not alone and as I begin to look at what the Word of God says about relationship it started to to, to literally stun me how much God talks about the individuals and not the relationship. When you come into church, you hear stuff like this. Marriage is the cornerstone of the relationship that God created for the human family. And I've heard that all my life, something like that. But when I go back to the beginning, the first thing that God created was not marriage. So when I look at the landscape, everybody's goal, or I'll say most people's goal, is marriage in relationship. That is the ultimate goal that we come out the womb. When you see little kids and they're playing with Ken and Barbie, they're, what are they saying? Oh, they're going to get married. And we learn this society-wide. We learn this from church culture. You walk up into a church and be 25, 30, 35, and ain't, you ain't got nobody, and they looking at you, what's wrong with you? Everything Okay. Okay. 
Now I've been seeing you spend a lot of time with your friend Jerome. <laughs> what kind of relationship do you and Jerome have? Mothers say to their sons, come on and get married. I need grandkids before I die. We, we, we say stuff, we say stuff that allows people to feel that somehow in my single state, I may not be enough. Like if I'm not married, I'm not enough. And, and God knows the desires of your heart. So, so I'm, I'm not trying to get anybody to think um, that that God doesn't want them to be married and that, that you can't have a loving relationship and that what you dream about and see. But I, I, I just want, you, I want to be real with you this, this morning. And I want to let you know that singleness may be the most important time of your life. The space where you are not responsible for anybody else except yourself. The problem is most of us negate that season trying to get to a preferred future that we don't know about. You, you see the look of marriage. You see the, the appeal of marriage. You see the pictures of marriage. You see the pic, but you don't know what it takes to do that. You assume you know what it takes. And I begin to do some research, y'all. 50% of marriages in America end in divorce. I didn't say 15%. I said 50% end in divorce. What does that mean, Pastor Mike? That would be the same thing as your flight attendant telling you that this plane has a one out of two chance of getting to our next destination. How often would you fly? <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying? The, the, there's a 50% chance this thing is going to crash and burn and you're going to die. But so many people go into marriage so haphazardly. Oh, I've seen them. They fine. Oh, look. Light skin. Hazel eyes. Just what I dreamed. But you looked on the outer. And you didn't know what was on the inside. And see, this is the thing about marriage. Is it such a strong covenant that God tries to convince us not to do it unless you know that's what you're supposed to do. And most of us are so sick of singleness that we think that marriage will solve our loneliness problem. Uh-oh, I'm coming to somebody's house today. She, you sick of you. So you think you with somebody else is gonna make it better. But they sick of themselves too. So both of y'all about to just be sick. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because you think or you thought, and if married people were honest in this room, you see how quiet everybody is today? <laughs> like nobody, just everybody just holding their spouse, just <laughs> tight-lipped. But we're coming to give truth so it'll set you free. Okay? 
What ends up happening is that most people get into marriage and they try to figure out their singleness. Because they never took the time to be single. So they're trying to figure out how to be married and be single and it never will work. See, because when you, when you get into marriage, then there's conditions that you have to do as the husband, that you have to do as the wife, and, but you do your own thing. You got your own car. You I-N-D-E-N-D. Okay, you're independent. I understand. Okay? Yeah, I understand that you, you got all that, but you were supposed to be all that before you became one. Uh, so you're mad now because you just can't spend your money any way you want to. But that's not your money anymore. It's y'all's money. For this reason, should a man leave his wife and the two become you mad? Because you didn't take time and figure out you single. And when you don't know you, you won't pick right because you'll pick what you think you want. And you have no basis on it because you have not had the time to figure you out. Now, some people are in this room like, Pastor Mike, it's too late for me. <laughs> Here she is. <laughs> I get it now. I understand. I've been married for two years and I hate it. <laughs> Save me. <laughs> Let me help you. You're stuck. I, I, I'm not about to give you no type of remedy to that. You're stuck. Unless adultery is committed. Now, this is the one reason God gives for divorce. Not we've grown apart. It's going to be tight in here. I, I'm going to need police escort as we leave. Y'all help me. Not we don't relate anymore. Not even he hit me. I don't condone that. The Bible says leave the house. Oh, y'all about to be real mad if y'all don't read y'all Bible. But that's not the reason to leave the marriage. See, what happens is, is that because people go into marriage so haphazardly, they think they can get out of it so haphazardly. But when you get into marriage, that's why divorce is so detrimental because it's the ripping away of souls. It's not just we're not connected body. It literally, my mind, will, and emotion was connected with that person. Now to get a divorce, we are ripping that apart. That's why divorce is the worst death to ever have. It's worse than actual death. Oh, Pastor Mike, I promise you it is. Why? It's because when somebody actually dies, there's closure. You can bury them. You can cry. You can grieve. And it's over. With divorce, it is a perpetual death. Because every time you see them, it's a resurrection. <laughs> of your emotions. I can't, I can't believe I wasted all that time on him. I can't, and then he gonna be sitting over there with her. You were having a good day until this. 
you have to talk about finances and alimony and kids and all these different things. See, some of you are so ready to get married. Before you do, you need to talk to somebody who's been divorced. Because they will tell you, don't do this if you don't know that this is what you're supposed to do. And even, see some of y'all looking at me like, that's not scriptural, what is you talking about? Paul told us. Go to 1 Corinthians for, for all the haters in the building. Go to first. This, okay, I'm going to back up and do something first because I need you to see it and I want to give it to you lovingly first. See, this, this series is to help you. It's not to leave you in the dark and the enemy has been tricking so many of you because you don't have knowledge. You don't understand. You don't know the word of God. So you get in things asking God to bless it and he said, that's against my formula. Like, I can't bless what, I can't bless that. You missed it. So I'm trying to show you the keys in the word of God that'll give you the formula that God can bless. So go to Matthew 22. Be because when I started thinking about singleness and all this other stuff, I said, okay, God, you're going to have to give me a formula to explain this to people. He said, I got you. He said, um, they were asking him, teacher, which is the most important commandment in the law of Moses? And Jesus replied, you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. That was the expected one. That was the one they were like, yeah, I got that. I love you, Jesus. There's no one else like you. They didn't, they didn't see this next part coming. And second, as equally important. So it could have said one and one A. Not really second because he Put it on the same. He said, love the Lord your God with all your heart, your mind, your soul, but as equally important. That, that's really not debatable. It's as equally important. I want you to see this. He says, love your who? Neighbor. But there's a prerequisite to loving your neighbor. You miss it. We focus so much on loving our neighbor, but you can only love your neighbor at the level that you love. Your so you can't figure out how to love somebody else in a relationship if you have not figured out how to love yourself in singleness. And how many of us have skipped that process and tried to learn how to love somebody else? It's the wrong formula. God has priority to what he does. So what's the priority? Love God, love yourself, then love others. Let's do it again. Love God, love yourself, then love others. The reason you don't know how to give a compliment to her is because you've always felt low self-esteem and insecurity about you. My head. Look at these feet. Size 13. I can't wear no skinny jeans. I'm short. I'm fat. I'm tall. I'm skinny. You have never been alone long enough to love you. So the first thing you do when you get in relationship is you pick out everything wrong with them. Because you've never heard, learned how to love you. You've never been isolated enough to get okay with who God created you to be. And so when you don't understand your singleness, 
You take it into the marriage trying to make them your makeup for what's deficient in you. So you put an unrealistic expectation on another jacked up human being. And you're mad all the time because I don't feel good enough. I'm not enough. And you were supposed to make me good enough. And your hair ain't cute enough. And you put on some weight. It doesn't matter. They'll never be able to feel the emptiness that you never became okay with and let God feel when it was supposed to be you and him. Yes, sir. Oh, Y'all my ready? goodness. Y'all ready? I needed some more of that. Mm, you gotta come <laughs> back tomorrow. <laughs> you gotta come back tomorrow. That was getting too deep. That was good. Where you gonna start at? I'm, I'm, in, I'm ready to see where you gonna start. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, ahead. my God. Y'all. That was how long was that clip? Fifteen minutes. Fifteen minutes. That fifteen minutes can be. We could break that down and preach a message out of out of that. That's why I did it like that. Lord have mercy. I don't remember. Um, (laughs) somebody else say, "Pastor, you wrong." I know that's right. (laughs) Got to come back tomorrow. I remember last year when we did the single, single save, save and satisfy. And satisfy. We talked about that was one of my points. You right. cannot put unrealistic expectations on the other person. Right. You know, when you're broken or you don't know who you are or you haven't taken out the time to be single, mm-hmm. then you automatically put all these unrealistic expectations on your partner. To fulfill the things that you cannot, that you feel empty in, those spaces where you're empty, you put those unrealistic expectations on that person because you want them to do what you cannot do for yourself. Lord have mercy. Mm. I love when he said, uh, we do more maintenance and healing than winning in relationships. Oh, wow. Lord, he said we do more maintenance and healing in relationships than we do winning all across the board we do more come to Jesus meetings and all this kind of stuff more than we do with focus on trying to win to do the right thing in relationships we do more counseling and talking and going back and forth than we do that we we put more effort in that than we do in winning and right. making the relationship you know not perfect but at least good comfortable right. where somebody would want to be in it man and it was also interesting the fact that he said that um god talked more about the individual opposed to the relationships yeah and then when we when we think about being in a relationship, we automatically like the kids uh, get the Ken and the Barbie, and they they automatically play about 
like, marriage. And remember, remember the game, game we used to play, play match. Yeah. We 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 picked the kind of car we have, the, the house, and all that other stuff. And then who we was going, what type of dude we gonna marry, or what uh, type of woman gonna marry. So so the idea is when you get in a relationship is to go into marriage, but never ever know how to be single. Yeah, that's right. You don't know how to be single. And and I'm I I what twenty something years of my life I was always in a relationship. Wow. I, I moved out nineteen years old, moved with my cousin. And then right after that, twenty one years old, boom. Marriage. Mm-hmm. Eight years. Then divorce, then two years, divorce, and then right into another relationship. So I never had the opportunity to learn singleness. Yeah, yeah. Good God Almighty. That's major. That is a major factor. So, so like we were saying, uh, in, in that, that perpetual debt, he said that that's debt. Is the worst debt. Worse. Because... I've survived, survived two deaths. deaths. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Good God Almighty. Yeah, that's, that's, and I, I said in the notes, I mean, in the comments that, that they hadn't they thought, had about, thought it like about it like that. Y'all think of Sister Brittany. Uh, she hadn't thought about it like that, but I said that's exactly what that's divorce exactly is. Because divorce is very hard you turn, on you. You turn your soul. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you become one, you, you turn yourself. Yes. It's like, I mean, it's, it's indescribable, the pain and the, you know, everything that you go through with it. And he said, that's why it's always good to talk to somebody who's been married and divorced because they can tell you what to do and what not to do. And I'm going to tell y'all something. So I heard somebody say one time, if some, I don't want nobody to counsel me that's been married and divorced. That's the best person to talk to right. because they know what led them into that marriage. What led them out, and they how they felt, from. yeah, and they can keep you from making the same mistake. That's the best person to talk to, and a real person. Because most of the time, people are in marriages behind closed doors, making you feel like in front of everybody that everything is all good, but behind closed doors, everybody crazy. Right. You gotta all. You gotta have somebody that you can talk to and deal with on an intimate level, but that's gonna keep it real. One hundred. Yes. One hundred. Because you got to. You got um, to know the nitty gritty is the, the do's and the don'ts. Yes. The good, the bad, and the ugly, and the uglier. Oh, this right here. This just just threw me for a loop when he said, "When people are single." They look at you when other other people look at you in your singleness and make you feel like you're not enough. Ooh. That struck something in me yeah. because society will drag you like two strippers in a strip club fighting over a dollar that wasn't there, neither one of theirs. The society will drag you like that. Y'all know I keep saying one oh oh. I don't know no other way. I done seen them fight like that in there. Society will drag you like that if you're 20-something and over and you don't have a significant other. I'm telling you, if you don't have a partner, if you don't have a mate, I mean, you could just be enjoying yourself being single. People have made that abnormal. 
Right. To be by yourself. It's not abnormal it's to be by abnormal. yourself. That's when you learn yourself. Paul was single. Yes. You become somebody else when you when you try to rush and become a mate with somebody because that's what you think people want. Don't ever do nothing because people you think that's what no. people want. You'll be miserable and people will be at home with their family smiling, Putin with their feet cocked up on their recliner watching yeah. ID. Why you over there miserable? I, I love the fact that he said that uh, God intended the marriage uh, for people that were ready for marriage, not for people to just jump into marriage. Yeah, I love yeah. when he said that. I loved it. I yeah, loved you it. you have to enjoy. You have to enjoy that while you have an opportunity. There is nothing wrong with being by yourself. You learn yourself, and that that bring that makes me think about that point when he said um, that by yourself you get to learn who you are, right. and then you get to put into play what God said. God said, "Love him." That's one of my favorite scriptures to use in counseling all the time. We always bring that out because if you don't know how to love you, you're definitely not going to know how right. to love somebody else. If you're angry inside, that anger is going to be portrayed on your spouse. Because if there's something in you that you don't like or something about you, I say this and my kids can attest, I've said it all their life. If you're angry about something that's going on with you, everybody's going to know what it is because it's going to be portrayed out of your mouth. Mm. And that's the first thing, one of the first things he said. He said, when you don't know yourself, you won't pick right because you think you're going to pick what you think you want. Right. And then when you get what you thought you wanted and don't like it, everything about you that you don't like going to come out on that person. You're going to say everything yeah. you don't like about you, but you're going to be telling that person you don't like that about them. Didn't you tell me the other day that... that um Every seven years or something about your taste buds change? Yeah, every seven years your palate changes. Your palate change. So think about it like this. There's a certain point of time you change. Everything changed. And so what you thought you liked, what you thought you wanted, three years down the line, you could be looking at each other like, I can't stand. Why did I do this? Why did I do this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And nobody wants to be married in that frame of mind. Because they rushed into it and yes. didn't get an opportunity to know themselves yes. first. Yes, you have to. And then know what they would want in a mate. Yes. They just picked somebody. She tall, dark, and handsome. She was uh, uh, with a Coke bottle shape. Yeah. And then don't know that the Coke bottle turned into a Gatorade. I'm trying to tell you. A few you. years later. Because... Because look at her, baby, after the babies and after you get to eating, after you get to a certain age, you better know how to love your metabolism changed. We tell everybody that in, in counseling. Don't If you marry for fineness, sex, any of that, because anything can happen. Yeah. You can't base how you feel on what you see in front of you. Mm. Marriage is not based on physical things. Nah. This is inside. a lifelong situation. Inside. Yeah, this is an inside job. But he inside. said that. He said, you you picking according to what the, you see the on the outside. Hazel eyes and yeah. light skinned. Yeah. Not on what's going on on the inside. What if they what if they suffer, get, Lord forbid, but get survive a fire. Right. And the skin get burned up. Yeah. You better learn how to love them skin. Yeah. Them burnt skin off. That's right. I mean, it's too many, it's, too it's, many it's obstacles. It's more than the uh, outer of 
appearance. Yeah. Or or the type of job that they have, or or, or the career that they have, or the materialistic things that they have. If you don't love that individual wholeheartedly, it ain't gonna work. It ain't gonna work. It ain't gonna work. It ain't work. Say love God. Love yourself. Yeah. And, and then love, your neighbor. love, love others. others. Mm, yeah. Mm, mm. You can't that love God. Important. You're not going to love yourself. No. And in turn, you won't know how to love somebody else. You know, one thing I love about the, the parables or just any commands or anything that are placed in the Bible, a lot of times people get them kind of confused because, you know, you look at it literally like what right. it's saying. You know, like the scripture actually says, love your neighbors. Right. And what that, your neighbor is not just the person that lives next door to you. Mm -mm. But if you think about how many times you've moved, think about all the people you've been a neighbor to. Right. How many, so he's telling you, love everybody that you come in contact with. We don't have an opportunity or we don't have an option. This is not an option. To say, I like this person. I mean, I love this person, but I don't love that one. Or I love that one. I can't stand that one. We don't have that option. This was a command. This was not, Jesus didn't ask us to do it. He didn't say, can you love God, then love yourself, then love everybody else? He said, this is a command to do this. To love God with all your heart, your mind, and your soul. Then you'll know how to love yourself. But he said, love as you love your neighbors. Love your neighbors like you love yourself. Now, generally, most people love themselves. We love us. It's all about us. What everybody else got going on don't matter. Because you know it's all about me. Y'all know how we are. So he, he's telling you love them like you love you. Because you're not going to do nothing wrong to you. Nothing to hurt yourself. But we get out of that because it's just like what he was saying. He said, when you pick, I was, I was going to read another um, nugget. He said, when you pick, um, no, no, no. He said, you can't be married and act single. <laughs> Once you, but when you, it, it depends on the mate that oh, you, whoa. you can't be married and, and then act, act single. Mm. You can't be married and act single. Good that's, God what, that's what he's saying. Well, I mean, that's, that's, that up. that's a lot of uh, uh, people on our timeline. Well, and you know what? The thing about it is I, I had somebody to reach out to me about this. And she's old. She, well, she's probably my age, by, by my age. And we were talking about it, t discussing the marriage and everything. And one of the things I said was, do you ever consider... Because you always out by yourself. I said, I, I, I didn't even know you was married. Let's just go there. Wow. You're always by yourself. Have you ever considered what he thinks? How he feels? Because he at home. Why you out? With the fact that you know that she's always out by herself. And not knowing the number of, of amount of people that she has on her friends right. list. So how many others know yeah. that she's out by herself? Not not just that point, but other single men. 
or other single women or other single women benefit yeah so you let you let the cat out the bag both ways so so the 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 women know that he's alone and the men know that she's alone mm -hmm. and knowing her she well let me go on so the next point says 50 percent of marriages in america end in divorce 50%, 50% of marriages end in divorce. 50%. Now, let me tell you, that bothers me to hear that yeah. because that means if it's 20 married couples in a room, 10 of them going to be divorced right. before, you know, at whatever point. 10 of the couples are going to be divorced if 50% of America is ends in divorce, the marriage is yeah. in the divorce. That's, that's heartbreaking. That's scary. But you know why that's heartbreaking? Because a lot of times people don't take time out to know themselves. Well, well, from from, from the, the looks of it, a lot of people, people don't, don't take marriage seriously. Right. Um, I mean, just, just look, look at, at the, the uh, social media. Uh, the, the the it's only about the the food. Right. The attire that they're wearing and the best shuffle dance that the bride and groom can do afterwards. Mm -hmm. And so it's it's for sure. Yeah, it is it's it's not to that. sacred. Yeah, it has definitely come down to that. And that is not what marriage is about. It's for, it's for sure. I don't care if and we don't have several people say we're going to the courthouse. If you go to the court, courthouse, is just as good as putting on a show for the people in the congregation for you to not be married in six months. Right. That I mean, I, I remember seeing this one lady um, that we both know, and then she was married within four years. She had like four or five different husbands. See what I'm talking about? You you know what I'm talking about, but but I'm like. She, she ain't married to him no more. So they, these folks get married like they change socks and underwear. Yeah. Change and There's no. They don't care. It's, it's, I do. Or do you? Yeah. I do today. Yeah. But I don't tomorrow. I'm like, so who are you making this vow to? Yeah. They, they we're forgetting the fact that we're making an oath to God. Not not to Aunt B and Cousin Jeff, and, but to God. Till death do us part. That's why when I do the weddings, I say three times, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. I say, till death do us part. And they, they repeat that to me. And I say, to death do us part. And they say it again, to death do us part. Because I want you to hear what you're saying. Yeah, till I die. I'm gonna be die. die. Not till you come back and say, "Hey, do you think we can get out of this?" You didn't make the agreement with me. You made it to God. So you need to be going to God to ask a question. That's right. So true. It's scary. I was trying to. Uh, I'm gonna see if I can find the scripture right quick. Which one is it? Um, scripture talking about uh, giving the. Hold on. In the specific part, you want me to rewind? Oh my God! You know what? I needed some more of that. Just, I just needed some more of that. Bring it more to the ma. Bring it more to the ma. 
Yeah, gotta come back to mind. Yeah, listen. Why oh, didn't it hit those like buttons? This is what I was gonna say. This is why I looked at the scripture because I was like, why was this on my mind? So, this is what um, what I. Oh, the Lord is gracious. He's merciful and kind. I'm sorry, y'all. I just got an email that just blew me away. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Okay, anyway. Um, y'all, back to the message. This is what got me when he said that. Because I know I'm big on this. I don't condone nobody staying with nobody hitting on them. But he is absolutely right when he says God, when he get, made the covenant of marriage, he did not say that we can leave because of fighting. No. Although. That's what we did that in the domestic violence. That's right. Yeah. But although, I always say now, I'm not one to tell you to stay in nobody hitting you upside the head unless now you're going to pick up a skillet or something and hit them back. But unless you want to fight. Now, I don't condone that. And I don't, I don't pressure nobody to stay. I believe that is your decision to make. You the one who got married. That is your decision to make. I'm not standing in front of nobody saying you need to get married or telling nobody you need to get a divorce. That's not, that's not our job to do that. No. We give blessings. If that's what you want to do, we give you blessings to do that. But y'all listen to this. Um, it says, and I say to you, whoever divorces his wife except for sexual immorality, and marries another commits adultery. That's right. It's a note that Jesus does not say this is the only reason for divorce. He said this is the reason he's going to give for this. Except he's not giving us the reason to do it. But this is the only thing that is excused to, to get a divorce. Now you have to use your your judgment on now. If you, if you at home and somebody doing something to you now. You have to be smart. You know, you, you have to be smart. You don't say, you don't just stay there and be like, well, my pastor, no, no, no. We're not ever going to tell you that to be at home getting dogged out. I don't agree with that at all. I'm never going to say that. But it's not in the Bible. <laughs> There's not in the Bible that says you should leave. You can get a, walk away and get a divorce because you getting beat up. It's not in the Bible that says you can walk away because you're tired of looking at him or he's tired of looking at you. It's not in the Bible where it says we done grown apart. You know, we got married when we was 20. Now we 50 and we don't like each other. That's not an excuse. The only thing is sexual immorality. That's it. People make all types of excuses on why they want to get divorced. But you had 199 of them why you wanted to get married. 199. Well, 200. I just gone around it off. You had 200 why you wanted to get married. Now you got 1,000 why you want a divorce. But did you not see any of those 1,000 in the before the, before the ring? I mean... Hey, man, it depends. Some of them don't even go through any premarital counseling. It just goes straight to it. Yeah. Yeah, counseling is very important. Yeah. You have to have, you got to sit down with other people that's not in your shoes. Because I'm going to tell you something, especially as a woman, we make the, we make a mistake doing this. Um, We make a mistake of, especially when our clock is ticking, we be like, okay, I need to get married. You know, we have a certain time frame, whether we want to have children or not, or we, you know, whatever the case may be. And so we feel pressured 
to get married and we feel like you know and like women my age i don't say girls i can be considered girls my age mind your business we don't necessarily have to do that time ticking thing because of babies because we already had ours and we working on grandkids so even in our case we are okay with being alone but we too want somebody to love us ain't nothing wrong with that you'd be crazy to be walking around here talking about i'm good by myself no being single is good you can enjoy it get to know yourself travel see the world do some things so that then when you get married you won't have no regrets that's that's how that is like people don't sit down and tell you the real part of that you don't want regrets. You don't want to, at the end of the day, you end up, you get married or you do it too soon. And and, and we have, when, when you're trying to live right, of course we're going to do it fast. We do. We get we get married fast because we want to honor God. We want to do what God says. Nothing's wrong with that. But if you can wait, if you if you have time to wait, you you can wait. Wait to make sure it's the right thing for you. Now, when you're trying to live holy and there is something that, you know, you want to, you have a ministry or, you know, people are watching you. Yes, you need to do the right thing. You do the right thing and, and get married. That's, that's the right thing to do. You don't want your goods, your, your good evil spoken of. That's by you don't want people, you know, whispering and talking and, and saying stuff or, or assuming you out somewhere. You don't want people doing that. What you want to do is lead by example. You want people to know, hey, I'm doing the right thing. This is what I'm going to do. But at the same time, I don't want people to feel choked. Don't get caught up in what people think. Yeah. For real. Uh, for real. You just, I just ain't never been one of them that care what somebody thinks. I know, I know. That's but that's the society that we we you know everybody. This the society we live in now is so judgmental and you know you you and I'm gonna tell y'all something. A lot of people don't know me personally on a personal level, so it's like in church, what you see is what you get. And um, I am very understanding. I'm a very understanding person. I'm very real. I always, I'm always keep it 100. But the thing about it is that I have, if God called me to something, I am very, I'm very sure about what God called me to do. I'm very sure about my purpose. I'm very sure about the word that God gives me. I'm very sure that I hear his voice and he's telling me these things. So, I'm not ever going to stop preaching the gospel, ever. Doesn't mean that I'm not understanding enough to know how things work outside of ministry. Because y'all remember, we tell our testimony all the time. You know, you gotta, you have to meet people where they are. I'm not, I'm not so heavenly or walking in, in the anointing and of the Holy Ghost 24 hours a day. I like to laugh, cut up, you know, all of that too. So I like to talk to people on a more natural level where you can understand. Hey, I know this is what the Bible says, and I'm going to preach it to all the way down to the point. To the period no, in the Bible. But I understand too people and where they are. Do that make sense? 
I understand that part. And so I don't never want, because when he was talking about how people make you feel, I don't never want to be one of those people. I want people to feel like you have to rush and do something or we're looking at you some type of way or looking upside your head. I'm going to preach the word, but know that we are human first. We understand. We're human. We, we're not crazy. And we know that. We know how things work. We know how things work. We ain't lived in this world this long, baby, without bumping our head. Trust me. I got plenty of knots. <laughs> I got I got plenty of oopses upside my head. So we don't we don't live in this world, you know, we don't live in a glass house, in other words. We don't live in a glass house. So I want people to understand that and to know that even in a marriage, when your marriage is rocky, you have to have another married couple. You cannot talk to single people about your marriage. Talk to people that has been in a marriage before. That has been where you've been. Somebody that you can confide in that will keep your business with them. And nobody else. Single people going to give you a single person's answer. Oh, girl, please. Pack your stuff and go. Then when you need them, you're going to be looking. When you need help, you're going to be looking around for that single friend. They're going to be out being single. I don't know. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Marriage is work. Not a play thing. And I love the the this title today was single but not alone. Not alone. Single but not alone. I know that everybody can attest. Have you ever been like that? Like been in a I've been in a relationship where I was at home with somebody but felt like I was by myself. Felt like I was by myself. Now the flip side to what he's saying is now I'm, I'm saying I'm with somebody but felt alone. He's saying you're single, but you're not alone. It's a bunch of people walking around saying they're single, but you're cooking for somebody every day. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just trying to help us. You have to enjoy being single first. After you know who you are, what you want, know how to love you, and can take care of all of your needs, then you move to somebody else. Then you move and join with somebody else. You move and you... You move on with somebody else. After you got you together. That's all I got. That's all you got. That's it. Let me see if I... This mess hurt my ears. Go ahead. Let me see if I got some good notes over here. <laughs> Y'all know I take notes. I, I can go. Hold on. Let me see if I got some more notes. Go ahead. I, let me see if I got something else I want to say on this paper. You got to go ahead. 
Did you talk about, uh, I think you said this, marriage is not the first thing God created. No, we can't do it. I love that. Marriage was not the first thing he created. But people think it is. Ooh, and then he says singleness is not appealing to everybody. Singleness is not appealing to everybody. I'm just going to let that marinate. Well. Singleness is not appealing to everybody. I mean, we could. On, on the flip side, this is it's a lot of men that don't want to get married. Oh, yeah. I know. And, and I think it's the, a lot of men. The, the men that don't want to get married and the women that want to get married that don't know how to be single. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of people that want to be with somebody because they used to being with somebody. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I know several older men in they in their 50s that ain't never been married, but they always been with somebody. Yeah. They ain't You're never not been even married. thinking about solidifying it. They, they, but at least they smart enough to know that that may, uh, I ain't gonna say smart, but hey, teach his own. Look, that's, um, Sister Didi said what she like and everything has changed over the past five years. That's what we were saying with that, with the taste, with your taste buds. Every right. seven years, your palate changes. So have you ever noticed that you might like, I didn't like, I wasn't a greens person. I didn't like, I never liked greens. Green. And then all of a sudden, yeah, you know, I like greens. Well, I do now. I eat them, but. I've never like my mom and, and my sister boy they used to be going to town me and my daddy we go get hamburgers they would eat chitlins and greens and all that I didn't do that I didn't eat stuff like that but it's like over the years things that I didn't like like asparagus and um like different vegetables and stuff I didn't like them but over seven years now I've been tearing them up Black eyed peas, green beans, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes. <laughs> I didn't like none of that. Now I do. So it's like over the time, what if if your palate changes every seven years, just imagine what happens in your mind every seven years. <laughs> and people be married for a lifetime. Long time. We know, we know somebody that said they were married over 30 some years. Yeah. To, to you, to, honestly, to you, we ain't, we ain't saying uh, who it was and nothing. To you, <laughs> do it seem like they like each other? Not at all. <laughs> And I'm, we're not laughing at the, we're laughing at them. Because y'all have to know them characters. <laughs> but, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't seem like they are too in tuned. I guess I should say we want another. But after 30, 40 years, you ought to be able to complete each other's sentences. You know what they want and don't want. What, what we was able to finish each other's sentences after a couple of weeks. Well, they, that's what I'm saying. 30, 40 years, you ought to be doing some of that, and they not doing any of that. 
So it kind of makes when you, you when you when you when you like each other when you know you like each other and then you know it's more than you're interested in the same thing. Yeah. And, you know. You ain't got nothing in common. You don't like the same music. You don't like the same food. But y'all want to get married. Yeah. That's because society like has movies. told That's because society has told us that opposites attract. No. Opposites attract. That's what they say. They didn't know geometry. No, they didn't. Couldn't have. Hmm. Because you add when the when the when they when the the symbols is the same. Right. You subtract when when they different. Yeah. See, I paid attention. Mm. I paid attention in class. Yeah, but I mean, on a on a real note, I mean, not that I haven't kept it real, but on a she been kept you, it real. <laughs> if you are in a place where you are single, enjoy being single. There's nothing wrong with it. Don't let society learn how to love you. Yeah, don't you let society these shows on TV and nobody else convince you to jump the gun and do something that you may very well regret on down the line. You they might not, too. but you could. It was we went out to eat one time and somebody was sitting by themselves and I was like, they God, they dating themselves. Yeah, I seen people say they go to the movies by themselves. I ain't, I ain't never did it, but you know. Yeah. I ate by myself I go, one time. That's because I, I didn't have a choice. I go to the living room and watch a movie by myself. But yeah. Yeah. Mm. Nah. I don't know if that's the same. Now that ain't the same. I ain't never went bought a ticket to the movies for yeah. one. Yeah. That's weird. I mean, but it, it's probably it's one necessary one. though. <laughs> it's necessary. So did he say she do? She do? She go to the movie by herself? Well, but you know what? That's how you. That's when you know you're complete. That's why you, I was you saying. Know, you know what you like. Yeah, that's why I was saying that one uh, nugget that he shared. Let me see. Yeah. He said it was something about being enough. I can't. I don't know if I wrote it down. Yeah, you gotta know what you like. Yeah, you gotta know that you're enough. Right. That you're enough. You know, you're complete by yourself. So, like, people always say, in a marriage, it's 50-50. It's not. Marriage is 100-100. You give me your all, and I'm going to give you my all. You know, 50-50. So, where the other 50 at? I know. I know. uh, Another thing that I hate to hear people say is that better half. Yeah. But where the rest of it? Right. No. My better half. What's what? What are you? The worst half? If y'all are one, you ought to say. Uh, if you gonna say it, it's my better whole. Yeah. Um, well, because they said the two of you become one, one, one whole so person. So where the half come from? I don't oh know. man, hey. Each his own. It's man. just society trying to put their spin on everything. Because yeah. even, like, you know, for some people, they... I think folk need to stop listening to society and read their words. I'm telling you. Even on how to love yourself. Because loving yourself is very important. Loving you first is how things will... That's how things will read be... The song of will Solomon. work out in your marriage, huh? Read the Song of oh, Solomon. The Song of Solomon is off the chain. Yeah. That's what that's the book we came out of last year for our single save satisfied series. Yeah. I was gonna play a clip of 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 that, but I decided not to. 
I'll put it in the description. They they can check it out if they want to ch go back and check that one out. Yeah. There are videos one, two, and three. Yeah. In the description, as well as the full video of uh, the first one we did the reaction to, as well as the full video of this one. So if you want to go ahead, you can go ahead, but you're not gonna get the same thing you're gonna get right here. <laughs> on the preacher's corner we're gonna chop it up we're gonna break it down we're gonna give you what we think and we want to know what you think man there is the email address jtm at the preachers corner dot net send us your questions if you're online if you're live with us right now drop your questions comments in the comments i nah going read a few of them. Mm -hmm. What you got? Sister Tiff said she needs to start back going out by herself. Yeah. Just don't, don't go, go to the club home. by yourself. <laughs> um, it's like taking sand to the beach. Oh, brother. Brother Waylon. So I guess he's referring to, if I know him well, he's referring to us saying... 50%, I'm giving 50%, you give 50%, and you said, well, where's the other 50%? He said, the rest is in somebody else's household. Yeah. Facts. Yeah. Or wannabe. Or wannabe. Yeah. Yeah. Sister Brittany says she's done it before. Sister Till say she traveled the world by herself. Here, here, here with the, rest of, the rest of it is with the work husband and the work wife. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Can, can I share Man. this? Well, you you know, somebody they try to put that label on me and the guy that I worked with and was saying, uh what? somebody was looking for me. <laughs> I told you all about it. Somebody was trying to put what? that label on us. And um he was somebody was saying, "Hey, your uh, your husband looking for you." And I said, "My husband don't work here." I said, "My husband is at work." And uh, they were like, "I'm we talking about your work husband." And I said, "No, let me tell you something." I said, "Come here, let me tell y'all something. We don't play like that. I don't play like that at all." Because somebody that I may, may know me, I said, "Y'all don't know," because they didn't know I was the first lady of a church and all that. I said, "Let me tell y'all about me. Let me tell y'all who I am." I said, I have a whole ministry in Crowley, Texas. I am the pastor's wife, and I don't play like that. So don't play that with me. I don't care that y'all that man be telling y'all I'm his wife. I'm not. I said, now don't play that. And I said, now I'm going to go find him and let him know. Don't tell nobody else I'm your work wife because I'm not. After that, I said, don't come around me. Don't talk to me. Don't sit next to me during lunch. Don't do none of that. Because people will get it twisted about you playing like, I ain't got no 50% nowhere else. I'm 100% in. 100. <laughs> and I told them, don't play with me. Play with your mama or somebody. <laughs> don't play with me. Because I ain't the one for that. I don't do that. I don't play them kind of games because that's how your stuff get out there and get bad. You know, folks live in any kind of way and doing everything in church. They don't live. Yeah. A, uh, some folks ain't living a real true lifestyle. So I don't want nobody to be thinking I'm doing nothing that I don't have no business doing. 
don't don't even play like that with me. They was like, dang, we just playing. Don't play with me like that. No, I never cracked a grin because I ain't playing. I said, don't do that because that, that's not funny to me. That, that'll get back to the wrong set of ears. Then I be done got escorted out by the security. So let's not do that. I said, let's let's start over. That's why I had to let them know. <laughs> let me tell you who I am and what I'm about. And I don't play games like that. I don't play nothing with my marriage. I don't play with that. It's very sacred to me. That's why I want people to understand what, if you're single, you need to know where you stand in that. When you get married, you need to know where you stand in that and then take it very seriously. That's right. Because I am him and he is me, according to my Bible. Beauty and the beast. I'm telling you. Pick which one is beauty. And you're going to find out who the beast. Because look, the thing is, <laughs> the thing <laughs> is too, in marriage, you should always be feel that way about your spouse. Because one thing about it, can't, shouldn't nobody be able to come to you and talk about your spouse? Because if you look at it the way the Bible says it, they talking about you. You let them talk about him or her, they talking about you too. That's right. You talking about yourself. Yeah. Don't allow it. Don't do that. Mm-mm. What else we got in the comment? Uh, Brother Marcellus said, I've been 100% for eight years and counting. I don't got time for the rest. The world is wicked. I'm trying to tell you, this world ain't nothing to play with. Baby, it'll, it'll take you in, chew you up, and spit you out. Mm-hmm. Sister Kenza say, yes, First Lady, I don't play that. I don't play that, baby. Them folk, and guess what? And all them folks, they, they stopped talking to me. Good. Even the man that was talking about I was his work wife. Good. Because first of all, I didn't know that's how you felt. So now I'm glad they told me because I need to know that, see, I got to set boundaries with you. I have to set boundaries with you because you on the wrong page. We all at work. You know? And that came from uh people married the dancing yeah trying to act single yeah but there's a lot of folks that try to act single yeah because look that man was married you remember we was at a funeral and he walked up with his wife and boy y'all y'all should have seen him i said hey he wouldn't even speak to me they kept on going you remember that no we were standing together and i waved and i said that's the man that i was telling about at work we had went to a funeral and and see how small this world is. He was kin to whoever pastors. <laughs> whoever pastor knew the funeral we went to. Said, you can't do that. Mm. Uh, the <laughs> pretty thing, yeah. Play with your mama or your granny or whoever. Gucci <laughs> Gucci Prada. Brother, what say? Play with your kin and Barbie doll or something. I'm telling you. Um, let me go up. Sister Didi said, yes, it's the best thing. I know what I like and what I don't. The things I like have changed over the past five years. My standards have changed. I'm telling you. Baby, they, you be raising the bar every time you think about what. Because being by yourself reminds you why you're by yourself. That I'm not going to take no foolery from nobody. So you start to figure that out. Like, I know what I want. And I know what I don't want. I know what I want. <laughs> I know what I want. Um, let me see. I don't remember. Yeah, that was Prince. Brother Wayne said he said there's not much reason, much of a reason to divorce. That's good. Yeah, he did. 
You say play Sister with Sister Ebony play said very so. And your barber. Yeah. <laughs> Sister Janae said true. Better enjoy your singleness. Sister Janae said you better enjoy your singleness. Y'all better listen up. <laughs> enjoy your singleness. Yes. Right. Gotta go to the people who has the experience. That's right, Sister Brittany. Better go to somebody that know. We're going to give you some word. Yeah. We're going to give you some real life experiences. I like being 100. I don't know, I don't know no other way to be. I don't either. I can tell you that uh, some, some instances where I know that it was my fault. And then I can tell some instances on, you know, hey, here's what it is. That's right. But and be honest. I know where I'm at right now. I know what I'm doing right now. Yeah. And we're doing it what? That's right. Years yeah. Strong. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. That's right. Like and running you, water. Yeah. And you gotta you have to know. Like that was one of the nuggets that I wrote down. He said, when you get married, you have to make sure you, you know, know what you are supposed to be doing. That you, you gotta, gotta know. know that this is who God got for you to marry. You have to know it. Like, you know, a lot of times people look for validation from other people or to make sure they're making the right decision. That is nothing that nobody else can help you decide. When, Marriage is something that us, you have to when know. They, come to us, they already know that they're getting married. They do. They just, they're, they're wanting the next yeah. phase. Yeah. Well, okay. No, and that's we want to get married, then what's next? Yeah. And that's fine. But I, I, I don't think mean in that I'm, sense. I'm, I'm grateful that we have some that has come to us that have taken the advice and taken the, the, counseling. the counseling seriously. Right. And they're successful in their marriage. Yeah. There, there's several that, that are still together and, and going strong. Yeah. But I recall one specific uh, marriage counseling thing we did, and we both looked at each other and we were like, "Oh no, yeah, and we're they, not doing this." They knew <laughs> we're not doing this. No, nah, we ain't doing that. And we we didn't, and they didn't get married. And yeah. I don't think they even. Oh, they're not even together no more. No, they wasn't together because a I month think after. The, the red flag was when the man looked at him and said, "I hate you." Yeah, and I was like, "Whoa!" And this is a marriage counseling. And he said, "I just realized it." Yeah, but he hate you. Yeah, but he said it so calm. It was calm. He was. I was like, "Okay." Tapping his pen on the table. Could have to call the law. Yeah. He said, "I hate you." I'm like, "Whoa." Where yeah. that come from, brother? Yeah. He said, I just thought about it. I'm like, man, this dude crazy. Like, yeah. That door locked over there. Yeah. They, I mean, he was calm. Like, it yeah. just came out of nowhere. We like were having a great conversation. We laughed. And then it was yeah. like, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. He just switched you. to something else and say, said, y'all brother, know what? Right? I just realized something. It was like he had an epiphany. Right there before our eyes. He said, said, I don't want to marry you. Yeah. He I'm said, like, I don't you. See, that got to put a camera in there. And, and Man. That's, that's one of them candy cameras. People wouldn't moments. believe it. People wouldn't believe it. We done seen some crazy <laughs> stuff, boy. People wouldn't believe it. But he said it. He's, yeah. He didn't he buck did. his eyes or say it mean or nothing. He sure didn't. He was calm. You. Yeah. I really? He, I don't like you. Yeah. He said, I don't like nothing about you. I don't like you. nothing about you. 
I'm like, well, why are we here then, man? I think this was like the third or fourth session, though. Yeah. We was like, you know, wrapping it up, getting ready to, you know, we had the date set and everything. And when he said that, it was like, this don't make no sense. But I'm going to tell y'all something. But if they would have walked away from there and went and got married, that would have still been their choice. Been their choice. Now, you got to be crazy to marry a man that told you and canceled in front of the pastor first lady he hates you. Yeah. But we didn't see stranger things than that. I let Officer Neil know too, though, didn't I? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Say, man, you might, you might, you might need get a call or two from these folk. Well, too, you know what? The the like you were mentioning about the red flags. The red flags are always there. Red flags is always. It's just there. it's something about when you're in a hurry, you'll ignore them. Yeah. Don't ignore the red flags. Sister they Janae are, say he need to get delivered. Huh? Sister Janae say he need to get. Oh, delivered. he did, baby. He needed. Oh, he, he, he needed definitely deliverance. needed to get delivered. He needed deliverance. And that was one of the things that we was talking about that day. Bruh. How unequally yoked they were. Because she wanted to be saved it. and living. And she was didn't. holy. You know, wanted to be saved. And he didn't. He didn't want no parts of church. Yeah. He knew how to play church. Yeah. But he didn't want to be in church. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, he didn't want to be. He didn't want to be in church at all. And I, and I, I, I kept telling her how. Uh, awkward and how crazy and how confused that house would be to you know marry somebody in that state that don't love God at all like how do you the Bible say how can two walk together except they agree like it's hard to walk with somebody that you don't like that don't have nothing in common with you you know that's why I always say birds of a feather flock together if you see people that are together, nine times out of ten, it's because they are alike. I don't be ugly when I say that. If I tell you, if you know somebody is messy and they hang with another messy person, or they yeah. they haven't, you don't know that they're messy, but they hang with the messy one, they are messy. That's how that go. Or if you if you find angry people or people that have been wronged, generally they flock to what is familiar. Those are familiar spirits. That's what the enemy does. He attaches himself to people that got the same issue that they, they you know, they, they got the same issue, like-minded. Got the same things going on. That's what the enemy does. That's why I always say, be careful before you start jumping out and, and attaching yourself to people because you got to know what where they stand, who they are, what they represent. Are they really here for the right reasons? Because everybody that step in church ain't there to be saved. No, just that's just real. Everybody ain't there to be saved. Sister Kendall say, but even in the red flags, people will still get married. Your spouse is pretty much who he is, who or she is before marriage. I'm trying to tell you. Pretty much. I always this, that's my motto that my mom and my mom and dad told me and my sister. When people show you who they are, believe them. Believe them. You can fake for only about twenty one days. It's hard to keep faking after that. Hang around long enough. You'll see the real them. Say for real. I'm trying to tell you, Sister Janae. Nowadays, people just marry anybody. Mm-hmm. But have not one thing in common. Sister Janae said the counterfeit or the represent the representative is always present first, baby. <laughs> ah, we, we had a, a counseling session about a couple of months ago. A couple of months back, and I told them, 
you will always because we, we listened to a message with um our pastor we like from uh, Dallas and he was talking about he got a fake counterfeit dollar in his bank deposit and he was so upset because he said he didn't want nobody to think that's how he represented but he said now in this world people are so apt to jump for fake first they like fake they don't they don't like when people are real they don't like when people are real or tell you the truth people are drawn to counterfeit and fakes that's crazy to me and you can see it i mean just you can see real from fake you can see it all day long but people they do they show you they'll show you that put on that fake facade for you first and sometimes it's hard to see because sometimes you be, you know, you don't really want to see it. You be thinking it, but you be like, okay, maybe I'm tripping. Because sometimes I'm, I'm, I'm very analytical, analytical, and I can overanalyze, baby, anything. <laughs> the end, <laughs> period. And I can, I can analyze it. You hear me? And the sequel. I'm trying to tell you. So if you are like that, that first, you know. Ooh, just keep your eyes open. Mm, keep mm, your mm. eyes open. Gotta keep your eyes open. Yeah. Sister Ebony, ain't nothing wrong with that. Sister Ebony say, and I am not ashamed to say I was and am a fool in love. What you say? Let me tell you something, baby. When you, if if marriage, if you got married. And you were in love, and it is worth fighting for. Fight, fight for, for your marriage. Fast forward. Go on a fa- you know I'll fast with you any given day of the week. Fast Stand forward. firm on what you believe God to do. But while God is changing him, you gotta be willing to change too. Right. Wow. The Bible says, "Sanctify a wife, sanctifies the husband." You can't go left and then expect for God to bring things together. That was another point on my paper that he said. He said, God does not bless a union if it was against his will. He said his order wasn't on none of it. So he can't bless it if it's not the order of God. If you're in love and you feel like your marriage is worth fighting for, do it. Do it. By all means necessary. We got your back. And guess what? All of heaven is backing you up too. Praise the Lord. Pray us out of here. I hope y'all were blessed. Join us tomorrow. Yeah. We got some more. Yes. I know that this is going to be so good this second. Oh, it was just getting Yeah, he was just getting started. He was just getting warmed up. I just thought that that was a great place to stop. And I wanted more. So if y'all feeling like me, come on back. Meet us on the corner tomorrow. Um, like Pastor said, you can go ahead look at it if you want to. If you want to listen for the first time tomorrow while we're all in it together, cool. If you listen to it ahead of us, have your comments. And I'm your just gonna edit ready. the video. I'm not gonna watch it again. Okay. I'm edit it and 
Keep on I'm going. On, I'm going to do it in another 15 and boom. Okay. Another 15. All right. But well, we believe in, um, we believe in Wednesday, so we, we're doing two yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. So we'll, we'll pre-record Fridays and air it for Friday or Thursday, yeah. one of the two. But we recording both of them. Yep. Tomorrow. Yes. Um, at the end of this um, series, my prayer is that every married couple that has tuned in find some type of um, not just solidarity in the marriage, but oneness unity right. fight you know sometimes you gotta get your fight back my, my goal my goal for this after this series is um we, we're gonna have a location i probably our, our favorite location yeah. and we're all gonna meet with the couples that want to go and we're gonna have us we're gonna get on the boat yeah Okay. You didn't want to get on the boat. Time. I don't want to get on that boat. You getting on the boat <laughs> this time. I'm, don't destroy my vibe. Let me be romantic. We'll tell you all you guys that have the children. We'll tell you guys. Uh, It'll be in January. Yeah. So it won't have nothing to do with Valentine's. Yeah. It's, it's going to be connected to this series. The and relationship. Are we doing two days? Series. Two days? Or two, two days. Sad. And then we'll follow each other to church. Okay. Friday and Saturday? Friday and Saturday. So we're we'll, we going to have a little rendezvous for the couples that, yeah. that would like to come yeah. after this series is over. After this series. I'm in mean, January. And I'm looking forward to it. To getting together, laughing, you know, talking. I mean, we're going to have some Go to the real build families, new relationships. Yes. Yeah. Still, that's and that's the type of ministry, yeah. That that we want to have. <laughs> you praying? I'm praying. Let's you ready? go, Father God in heaven, Lord. We just thanking you, God, for who you are, Lord. We thank you for your love, God, your kindness towards each and every one of us, your peace that surpasses all understanding. God, I pray for every person in their singleness, God, that they realize that they are enough. Cause them to love themselves, to fall in love with you like never before. So that while you're preparing them for marriage, God, that they'll be who you called them and created them to be for their mate. God, we pray for every couple, God, that will join in, God, during this Relationships Goals series. I pray, God, that you give us peace in our marriages and our homes and our relationships with one another, that you unify us like never before. I bind the hands of the enemy that will bring confusion to the households of every married couple that is listening under the sound of my voice. And God, we release your power, your anointing, and your authority. We lose peace in every household that is represented on this air tonight. In the name of Jesus, cause us to love each other, fall in love the way we were when we first got together. In the name of Jesus, amen and amen. Amen. 
Amen. Amen. Don't make no babies. <laughs> don't start no fights. <laughs> Anything. Don't make no excuses. If it's worth fighting for, make it happen. Make it happen. Start now. Your marriage or your relationship don't have to be perfect today. It can get perfect later. Dream big. Don't dream small about it. Use kind words. Whether you're in the bedroom, whether you're in the kitchen. Say I love you. Say please and thank you. For dinner, breakfast, lunch, and the snacks. Be grateful. If you gotta wash your dishes. Hey, help others. Don't whine when she washing the dishes. Be silly. Be calm. And carry on. Carry on. My time and her time too. Salute. You know what to do. Like, comment, share. Out of. Out of here. Yay, yay. In house. Production. This is an